Welcome to the Fear the Bug podcast, where each week we bring you a new on-time video that will help you ship software on time. Who's working on what? It's the product's design. We back so soft. We're shipping software on time. Stressed out? Yo, everything will be fine. Axelsoft. Shipping software on time. Deadlines and deadlines. In this week's podcast, we've got some really exciting stuff to show you. There's two major new things that we're adding in OnTime 2009, and those are the new project dashboard and a new way that we record work logs. And I'm going to show you both of these today. So first of all, when it comes to recording the time that your people are spending working on items, we've enhanced the work logs menu. So if I click on an item and I go to, for instance, Defect 24, I can see that I have two time entries down here. But if I go to add a work log, you're going to see that there's a new section here. The top section is the same way that it was before, but down below we actually tie in other fields with the work log time and allow you to update it on the fly. So for instance, maybe I'm working on this item for five hours, I'm recording my time for today, and I worked as a salaried employee, and I, was worked, um, I worked on some of the stored procedures. And there's a couple different times associated with your work. First, there's the original estimate. And this isn't going to change. This is what, how long we thought this task or this defect was going to take at the beginning. But then we also have the remaining estimate. Well, how much work is left? And I may say, well, my time left. Uh, I, you know, I spent five hours on this today, but I think there's about another three hours of time remaining. And then your actual time is just a calculation of all the work that's happened. So down below we can see that there's been 11 hours of time that's been spent. And added to this 5, there's our 16 hours of actual work. So I want to create this time entry for 5 hours and update the remaining estimate. There's still 3 hours left after this, uh, that's my guess. And then update the percent complete. I'll say, you know what, we're going to be about 90% complete once uh, after I enter this time. So these enhancements here allow us to better track the trends and histories of the time itself in the form of burndowns and other type of trend charts. So if I save this time, I've now updated these entries. I've got 12 hours original time, 3 hours of remaining time. But seeing this information in just a column doesn't give you the information in as vibrant a way as you could get that data. So we've completely revamped the on-time project dashboard. And boy, is this thing powerful. So there's a couple different main charts that you can work with. The five major charts, you can have an item count. You can just show on the screen and count up a number of items or an amount of time. A workload chart for users, trend analysis, a burn down chart, and a tree map. And each of these can be completely tailored across this menu. And this is available in both Windows and Web. Essentially, I'm looking at different rows and columns of charts here. I could get rid of a chart if I wanted to. I could move a chart over. I could just grab a chart and drag it. And then if I wanted to add another chart, I could just say I want to replace that with the items count that was there and release it and then go right back. So the information that you're looking at here, these are all separate charts that have been dropped onto this grid that we can start interacting with. Each of these charts can be opened up, and there's a series of parameters that you can control for each type. So in this case, I'm looking at, in the upper left-hand corner, I'm looking at a defect backlog count. So this is number of defects by status. And if I want to see that status, I can just open up the options and create a little legend for this item. So I can see that of my defects, 
84 of them are in a closed state, 13 of them are in an open state. And if I want, I could just switch this. There's different types of charts. One of them is just the data. Just show me the data itself. Now show it to me graphically. You might say, well, what, you know, for these defects we're looking at, you know, what projects are they for? That's another section I can control. Maybe I just want to see all the defects underneath the intranet site project, or just the defects under the line of business applications project. I could do that. I could also say, well, I don't want to see this for defects. Show this to me for features. So now I get a totally different set of items for features. I can also group by different objects. I could group by the pri you know the item's priority, or I could group by you know it's uh, you know who changed um, who's last changed the item, or by you know the workflow step that the items are in. There's so much ability to jump in here and adjust your data by what you're looking at. I could not just do a count, but I could say for all these items, for all these features in this case, show me their original estimates. Count up their original estimates and group them by workflow step. The amount of work that can be done just with a couple clicks here in terms of diving into the data is impressive. So then I can do, you know, in this case I'm looking at features. I might switch this over to defects. Over here I'm looking at a feature list. We're looking at feature count by assigned to. And again, I could drop the legend if there if I wanted to. In the top right here, we're looking at a trends chart. This is where you can see day by day what has occurred. So we're saying in this case how many defects were found day by day. So looking back here, I can see that five were created on my second day, four were created on the next day. And on the 12th, we had six items on this day. And I can adjust these. Maybe I say, well, maybe I don't want to look at, maybe I don't want to count up the date found fields. Maybe I want to look at the date they were fixed. So here's when bugs on these particular days were being knocked out. Really powerful stuff. Then we can look at the user workload. So down here in the center graph, I can see the user breakdown. And I can adjust these. I could say, well, make this a pie chart, make it a bar graph. But in this case, I'm looking at for all projects, I'm counting up the number of items assigned to them. So I can see here, and if I can flip on the legend here, I can associate these with people. I can see that looks like Harry and Nathan, these two guys here, have the most items assigned to them. And if I wanted to see that in a data form, and I'd say, really, do they have that many items assigned to them? Flip over to the data and say, Harry has, yeah, Harry has 41 incidents. And yeah, Nathan has 42 incidents, so yeah, they do have that data. You can really flip around here and really see different items different ways. So we've got those kind of charts. We also have a burndown chart. Burndown chart is something we've been asked about a lot. A burndown chart is really an area curve, and you can use this to see how much time is left on a project and how that project is coming along. So in this case, for the items that I'm looking at here, the due date is on the 12th of December. And in coming down and looking through these times here, I can see that the first couple days of this project, not a lot of work happened. But then by day five, some real work got done and we got down here, but then we kind of plateaued for a couple days and then a lot of work got done again. So this red line represents the velocity of how our project has been coming along. And based on an average slope of how fast we've been working on our, on our project, it looks like we're actually gonna meet, if we continue at the rate we've been going, we're going to actually meet our project date about eight days early. Looks like we're going to be finishing right at about uh, December 4th. So burndowns can dive into that data. And even with this burndown chart, we can flip around and see this differently. Right now, I'm just looking at one particular sprint of one version of one product. So this is just a milestone of a particular product. This is a sprint burndown at this point. And here's a different burndown. 
This particular burndown is taken from a different sprint. If I jump into the filters here, this burndown is of a sprint underneath version 3.3 of a different uh, application. These charts you can customize and point wherever you want to in your tree based on whatever data you wish. And lastly, we've got this tree map. The tree map is a quick glance at your items. Each defect is given a different square. In this case, I'm looking at defects. It gives given a different square, and each the size of each of these squares is based on the total estimated amount of work that you thought this item was going to take. The colors here represent how much time is left on these items. So this is a great way, and I can just flip through these and look at different objects. I can adjust and look. So these graphs here are so powerful and allow you to dive into the data in a way that is so interactive and allows for quick access to this data quicker than ever before. One last thing is you can also create views. So if you create all different kinds of ways that you'd like these charts to look, you can store it in a dashboard view and you can make these public. You could have all kinds of views available based on each chart having its own specific custom data really powerful stuff. So that's a look at the new project dashboard and the new work logs in OnTime 2009. If you have comments or suggestions for this podcast, we'd love to hear them. Please send them to fearthebug at axosoft.com.